generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. So let's look at Acts chapter 3. Let's read together from verse 1 all the way to verse 10. We'll read at the count of 3 to 1. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who enter the temple, who seeing, where are your voices, Peter and John, about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he leaping up stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Somebody say wonder. Say amazement. I want to prophesy and proclaim over your life and over your lives and over this house that this year the outflowing of the power of God through your life will provoke amazement in your family, amazement in your place of work, amazement in our generation in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, I and the children the Lord have given to me, they are for signs and they are for wonders. May your life become a wonder producing platform to the glory of God in the name of Jesus. I wish that amen was a wonderful amen. I wish that amen was an amazing amen. I wish that amen will carry more energy. I provoke the prophetic this morning and I proclaim that your days of no response are over. Your days of typical responses are over. Your days of ordinary responses are over. That through the outflow of the power of God in your life, your generation will respond to God. Your family will believe in God. Your friends will say, you know what you've been telling me about God? I didn't take you seriously. Can you tell me more? Because Jehovah Jireh will manifest in your body. Jehovah Nisi will be the ambience of your house. Jehovah El Shaddai will manifest His grace and His glory through your life in the name of Jesus. If you don't believe it, say nothing and if you believe it shout an amazing and a wonderful thunderous reverberating amen. amen father thank you because this is more than a teaching it's an impartation it's an impartation of light it's an impartation of life it's an impartation of wisdom 
nobody will leave here with the same level of revelation they had before but by the ministry of the holy spirit you will break this down for us and to us in bite sizes wherein we're able to digest these truths and we are transformed by the same our lives are altered and shaped and fashioned into the image of the son jesus christ and we are conformed to that which you have ordained for us we receive this lord with thanksgiving in jesus name we have prayed let your spirit be alert let your heart be attentive stay tuned now please understand we said this in the first service and i laid a solid foundation which i'm not going to belabor as i usually encourage if you miss any service do your best to listen to it and pray along as you listen take notes and pray along open up your spirit even as you take notes this morning let your heart be receptive the bible makes it clear to us that these men peter and john were at the hour of prayer approaching the temple and so the first question i want to pose in this particular service is what do you get to do at the hour of prayer what do you get to do at the hour of prayer there are corporate hours of prayer but there should also be personal hours of prayer what is the corporate hour of prayer that we currently have in this house 7 30 to 8 30 on sundays before we begin to dance and gyrate and prance and shout and holler we have an hour of prayer question is what are you doing during the hour of prayer during the time that the lord has demarcated that we have consecrated for prayer because every time there is an hour of prayer watch this there will be moments of distraction every time there is a, the moment you say to yourself I will pray from 12 noon to 1 p.m. the moments you consecrate that hour trust me distractions have been unleashed by the pit of hell why because the enemy knows watch this that the greatest form of defense is attack and because he knows that prayer is an attack against his kingdom he attacks you even before you can attack him so watch this there are few things in your life that face as many distractions as your resolution to pray oh is that not true when you say you want to play a video game if anybody still does that you still want to uh, play uh, Xbox even if you put your X in a box you still want to hang around do you notice that it's so easy for you to do that when you want to eat Ewa Jamesy or Ewa Goin Ewa Alata Lodo Ewa Andodo Ewa Tiorewa give me all those what, what are those things Ewa whenever you want to eat that you want to go to the Buka or you want to book her you don't face any distractions you see but when it's time to book him all of a sudden look at somebody and say it's easier to book her but do you get to book him by the way if you're a lady you can also book her in this generation you know back in the days it would be like oh when I go to minister I don't allow women to come into my hotel room these days you can allow a man come into your hotel room and things can happen glory to God that's also part of why you must pray why because prayer is able to expose you the devices of the devil so watch this if you're going to be effective in prayer you don't just need to have an hour of prayer you need to prepare for that hour of prayer you need to go beyond having the hour of prayer to preparing for the hour of prayer the person who says i'm going to get ready for service on sunday morning has already lost the battle against lateness 
The person who says, oh, you know what? It's Sunday morning. I'm going to get ready. If your clothes are not laid out, your time is not laid out, you've not picked out the clothes you're wearing, Sunday morning you're going to be in a frenzy. Why? Because before you can maximize a certain hour, you need some moments or some minutes that you've dedicated to prepare for that hour. And at the hour of prayer, guess what? That was not when they were shining their shoes or polishing their nails. Well, the men polish their nails. That was not when they were trying to hang out with the boys or catch up with the newspaper in Jerusalem Gazette or uh, the Galilean Guardian or what was being said, right? By the new uh, Nazarene Times. They were not looking through the papers. They were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. Please help me look for your neighbor. Say, protect your hour of prayer. Fight for your hour of prayer. Why is the hour of prayer so important? Because in the book of Matthew, I believe, chapter 24 or so, chapter 26 or so, the Bible says that whilst Jesus was laboring in prayer, because he had called Peter, James, and John to pray with him, he had led them to pray with him in Matthew 17, and in Matthew, I believe, 26, he had called them to pray with him in the Garden of Gethsemane. The word says that they were sleeping, and Jesus came to them and said, Could you not at least tarry for one hour with me? me in prayer that begins to explain to me that the expectation of Jesus concerning anyone who calls himself a disciple is to tarry for at least one hour of prayer y'all so quiet right now quietness is not allowed in those service if you can't say amen say ouch if you can't say ouch say ye if you can't say ye say my table if you can't say my table say my chair at least one hour in the place of prayer at least one hour as busy as you are as pretty as you are never be too pretty to protect your hour of prayer please help me look at somebody who might have a fine face or handsome physique or whatever say as good as you look your life will look better if you protect your hour of prayer look at somebody say you will always look better after prayer Look at somebody say prayer is a beauty treatment. Your skin will glow better. Which skin can glow better than the transfigured face of Jesus? If you want to really exfoliate not just your face but your soul, pray. Get, in, get into the spa of the spirit of God. Lay down on the massage bed of God. Let him strip you naked. Examine your vulnerabilities. Let him massage the oil of a spirit on the inside of you. Let him serenade you. You know when you go for a massage, when the music is playing, you lay all your cares. I see if there is no care in this world. That's what the Bible means by casting all your cares on him. Because as long as you've been carrying these cares, how well have you carried them? Get in the place of prayer. At the hour of prayer, distractions will come. At the hour of prayer, that new movie on DSTV will call your name. At the hour of prayer, that's when you remember that you've not fried plantain or boiled banana into a syrup. At the hour of prayer, that's when all of a sudden you start noticing that your nails have grown long and it's time to bite them or cut them. At the hour of prayer, come and shout at me. What usually calls your name? Some of you, there is one thing that calls your name. At the hour of prayer, have you noticed how some people Will always call you when they are just about to pray when you are about to pray they will call you with some juice can I propose to you that could be a demonic strategy where they are trying to call you away from your purpose any call that is always interrupting your call to prayer is not from God oh somebody did not hear that at the hour of prayer what usually calls your name shout it 
sleep yes have you noticed how it is you are all well and good before the hour of prayer then when it's time to pray you start lebaba lebaba baba there is such a thing as praying in the spirit but there is no praying in the snoring at the hour of prayer we judge that foul spirit that lulls you dulls you weighs you down at the time of prayer you will no longer be a slave of it you might feel the sleep but listen what did we do back in secondary school when we wanted to pray and we couldn't sleep some of us drank our coffee some people were not so touche you ate orobo and obi but some people they dip their legs in water when was the last time you dipped your legs in water and said this prayer we will pray it this prayer we will pray it oh we will pray it you've got to get desperate you've got to generate the passion you've got to raise the temperature of your discipline you've got to say to yourself damn it Lola you stepped inside water to get your A's in French integrated science do you not want to get F in holiness do you want to get F in the miraculous do you want to get F in your finances you've got to battle for your hour of prayer set an alarm set two alarms set three alarms if you can't pray by yourself listen to spontaneous worship and pray along if you can't pray with that pray in the Holy Ghost listen to my tongues and get ginger if you don't want to listen to my tongues when you are awake and alert record your own tongues and pray if that doesn't work for you we are releasing the declarations by God's grace this week pray that but whatever you do this prayer we will pray it. this tongue will blast it this miracle we will walk it this death will raise them this sick by God's grace will heal them this family cycle will break them this disease will dissolve it whatever it takes I'm a tattoo. that means we'll fight it to the finish we'll finish up the devil Jesus Christ did not shed his blood for me to be ordinary uh, usual uh, casual because if you are casual you become a casualty but the Bible says seize the days of John the Baptist the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent men they take it by force stop pampering yourself force yourself sometimes be aggressive with yourself sometimes I'll be desperate with yourself sometimes come on somebody many of us will live life as a holiday and we have occasional warfare but really and truly life is warfare with occasional holidays you've got to fight you've got to fight have you not read the book of Ephesians chapter 1 he says that yes uh, you have all incredible riches in Christ uh, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened uh, Ephesians 2 he said you are seated uh -huh. Ephesians 3 uh, he, he talks about relationship with people Ephesians 4 uh, he said how you walk uh, so in Ephesians 1 uh, and 2 you are seated uh, in Ephesians 3 and 4 uh, he's talking about walking uh, but Ephesians 5 and 6 uh, he's not just saying seat uh, he's not just saying walk uh, he said fight uh, which means the dimension of fellowship is sitting another dimension is walking but if you really want the reason for which you were apprehended you can't just say I'm seated with Christ I'm highly lifted up you can't just say I'm walking in holiness Ephesians 6 he said having done all 
power to stand. He says, stand therefore, having your head covered with the helmet of salvation, put on the breastplate of righteousness. He says, having the belt of truth, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, taking the shield of faith, well with the crank all the fiery deaths of the devil, and the sword of the spirit. And then he said, fight. I activate a fighting spirit. Ah, it's just January, and you're allowing yourself to be tired. Let the fighter in you rise. Do you remember what God told us at the cross of our service? Lovers, seekers, and fighters. You will fight. You will fight from victory. You fight and you win. You fight and you overcome. You fight and you overcome. You fight your way into a new anointing. You fight and you plunder hell if you will fight. Throw up your two hands and shout I will fight. Help me look for two of your sisters and two of your brothers and tell them fight. Fight in that hour of prayer. Fight for that hour of prayer. At the hour of prayer. Fight. Fight. And we said a couple of things. Number one, the prayer accesses power. Number two, prayer activates potential. Fidel, do you know that whilst Peter was busy denying Jesus, it was in his potential for his shadow to heal people. It was. Some of you, your lifestyle currently denies Jesus. But it's still in your potential to raise the dead. And this dead will raise it. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I said in these kings, eh, amongst us, men and women shall raise the dead. You're not hearing what I'm saying. We're not here to play games. One of the things that is happening in this service is that, Wura, you stop seeing yourself as a little 20-something-year-old child. Jerry, you stop looking at yourself as a little 20-something-year-old keyboard player. And the PLA, you stop seeing yourself as a friend of the house. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is going to be a change of your appearance, a change of your face. The same Peter that was denying Jesus, a few years later, people will lay their sick. It was not syncretism. It was not the one telling them to do it. But they will say, where is Peter coming from? That way. Where is the sun shining? That way. So his shadow will fall on that place. My God and my Father, the God who loves man so much, he will move through a feather to heal. Move through a handkerchief to heal. Move through a shadow to heal. Move through a beer to heal. Move through wings to heal. Move through water to perform miracles. That God is activating spiritual gifts and elements in this house. That you might be ordinary in fact let me even tell you you might have gotten off the bed of fornication two weeks ago or three weeks ago but listen this is a defining moment for you in destiny and God is saying the blood is washing away all of that and you are being immersed and baptized into a new depth of covenant relationship where I will use you in ways you never asked for you never prayed for never thought about never imagined kings get ready it's happening it's happening that's why God is coming us to prayer because the call to prayer precedes the call to the miraculous call to prayer is an invitation to a lifestyle of miracles at the hour of prayer it wasn't his potential whilst he was catching fish my god 
Abraham, I wonder what's in your potential. Whilst you're churning out all those beautiful designs. Okay, I wonder what's in your potential. Whilst you're applying for this and all. I wonder, Cougar, I love the way you play. But I wonder what else is in your potential. Hey, Makosa, Jaffet, you've been so faithful. You've been with us from the onset. I wonder. Some of you don't even know that even before there was any kings. That Jaffet was one of those who ministered at the very, very first event I hosted. January 2016, my first time of meeting. I was like, what kind of anointing? Come, Jaffet, let me prophesy to you your life mesopratos palakula in the course i proclaim in the name of jesus that the condensation of the anointing of god on the inside of you now becomes an active volcano that begins to unfold and begins to bring forth healing yes you sing beautifully but from now as you sing may tears fall of the eyes of people as they see visions of god and visions of glory and may your oil flow so richly that it will become so attracted as a sweet smelling fragrance that will transform lives transform generations and bring you into a new level of wealth and expansion the Lord says do not despise the single meetings the single encounters do not despise the small fellowships to which you are invited for the Lord says I will provide more for you through personal relationships than through crowd contributions hallelujah the Lord says I'm bringing you into to a new circle where your oil will be appreciated not only in this house but also in the lives of men who will see your clips online and who will send you messages to say I want to support you in the name of Jesus we now elevate you and raise you above the tentacles of distraction that you are no longer distracted by your needs which are legitimate but you consecrate yourself in prayer and you consecrate yourself in spiritual understanding At the hour of prayer they understood how powerful prayer was they knew it by experience that guess what when there was complaints amongst the people when they were saying we're not getting enough food and all they said you know what sorry guys we can't come to deal with this food matters he said it is robbery remember I told them the first service they were transacting in the temple legitimate business it seemed Jesus looked at their transaction and said this is robbery it's a den of thieves why even though it's financially profitable it's spiritually unprofitable so certain things are bringing you money but they are robbing you of your real oil Jesus looked at said, said that's robbery the disciples said we're not going to rob the body of Christ they said we'll give ourselves continually to the word and to prayer continually to the word and to prayer part of why we're doing capacity enlargement and trainings in the second in, in the second month February is that I want to be able to free myself from a lot of administrative things and I want the leaders to also be free from that as much of it as possible so that we can consecrate and dedicate ourselves more to prayer and to the anointing so I'm not thinking is there generator is there diesel is there is there are there toilet rolls is the facility I don't need to think about that I'm robbing you by thinking more about that so I can consecrate myself more than I currently do to prayer. Why? Because when I consecrate myself more to prayer and intercession, you will not need so much counseling from me. Why? Because the counsel you need, you will hear it in the message. Or a word and it changes. But you cannot have busyness with men and be very effective in your business with God. 
He said, we'll give ourselves. And some of us, we're so busy, we run our business, but you're so busy trying to run your business, but your business is running you. How do you know your business is running you? Because your business dictates your availability. That's not you running the business. That's your business running you. And many times to run you down. Because the way businesses and organizations work is that human beings should give organizations and businesses life. They shouldn't have to derive their life from it. Are you getting this? At least the drivers, the leaders of organizations. They give life and the organization grows by the life of the vision and the visionary. And then the organization gives life to those who are benefiting from it. But if you are the founder, like many of you have startups and all of that, and you're so caught up in the business, then you don't have the aerial view to be able to see the gaps. You are just going round and round. I proclaim by the Spirit of God that that cycle is broken today. So I'm going to pick it up from number three. Number three is that prayer alters people. Prayer alters people. Prayer alters people it's so essential for us to remember this somebody say pop so all the five points i'm given they form the acronym what do you like pop do you like prayer accessing power somebody say i'm a pop drinker so you're not saying that now akamu akamamu Don't leave me. Prayer alters people. God does not trust a man to alter anything until he has altered that man himself. I want to be a world changer. God has to change you first in the place of prayer. Oh, I want to be a donor to charity. God is going to say, donate your time and energy to me first. I want to be a philanthropist. Can I feel you? Where there are no tropics. Oh God, use me, use me, use me. Problem is, watch this. The character you need to be effective for God must be developed by God in you waiting on him. So one of the things about prayer altering you is that prayer does not just give you stuff. Prayer changes you. The consistency required to be effective in managing the answer to prayer is developed through consistency in the place of prayer. Oh my God. You gotta get that. You have to get that. The consistency required. Let me use the analogy of a pregnant woman. The patience required in being a mother. Being effective in breastfeeding. Taking care of the noise, the, the cries of the baby is developed through the six, seven, eight, nine months of gestation. Because by having that life grow in her, she's been altered and she's been prepared to become a mother. So when God alters your capacity through your towering in the place of prayer, it is also preparation. God prepares you not only by giving you prophecy, but by causing you to pray the prophecy through. Because if God has not altered you, you cannot be effective in altering anything. If you can't say anything, just say yes. Say I agree. Say word. Say something. Participate in the process. This is the problem. Many of us are used to being quiet. So in the time of prayer, let me tell you one of the things about being quiet. The more quiet you are, the more distracted you tend to be. Have you noticed that? 
because thoughts are going to try to fill in that space. So there's a place to be quiet and there's a time to be quiet. Altering. There must be the alteration. What happens? Why do you need to be altered? The same reason the clothes you order or the clothes that your favorite designer makes needs alteration. So you tell Shia Bezel or you tell Dairy of the Lord or you tell Tag Richard or Mr. Ahmed or one of the other designers in the house, I need to make the kind of jacket P. Dams is wearing or I need to make the kind of vest that I saw online or whatever and they come to take your measurements, right? And guess what happens? Before you wear it, especially for the ladies, sometimes men can just rough it. Especially for the ladies, if you have this party where you want them to take, how shall they take if you don't give it? You want them to take, right? Even though you have somebody else's takeaway. By the way, stop complaining that life is consuming you if you always post your picture and put a meal. Is the kitchen. Oh, it's my kitchen series that's causing it. Everybody wants to be a male. No? So they'll put that picture like that and do like, it's like scorpions, take a monkey shadow. They'll put a what? A meal, a snack. Why do folks pose like this? Don't complain that life is eating you up if you call yourself a snack. A meal, a meal. So you want them to take, and guess what happens? They make the clothes, and you go for alterations, kayaba, or fitting. They call it fitting. Why do you go for fitting? Because sometimes this side is too long, or this side is too big, or this side is too tight. Or if they took your measurements three weeks ago, the hips may have become, you know, a bit more generous, and all of that. Cover linear. You prayed for increase, year of enlargement. Here you go. Why are you saying shit? Some people want it. You don't know some people want it. Of course. Lord, increase me. Enlarge my territory. <laughs> All right. And so what happens is, because the clothes, watch this, no longer fit, you have to go through alteration. It's either they take off some material from the clothes or they take some material off you. But there has to be a taking off. Oh, come on somebody. In other words, God alters you in the place of prayer. Why? Because some clothes no longer fit you. Some names no longer fit you. Some levels no longer fit you. I said in the first service, the 1,000 Naira offering no longer fit you. The 70,000 Naira salary, oh, who am I speaking to? Some of you, you are too satisfied. That's the problem. You don't realize that according to your potential, what is your salary should actually be your tithe. You don't realize that that's why you're comfortable. That at this point, you should not be raising money for your rent this is the third year after graduating and 
when you are still dependent on somebody's benevolence, you've got to become more desperate. You've become, you become too comfortable. Hey, God says, I've got to alter you. Why? Because what you're wearing no longer fits. And when it no longer fits, you're not comfortable. When no longer fits, you can't move too well. Have you ever worn one of those tight jeans or tight trousers? They had to walk very carefully. You couldn't raise your leg to high because next thing you hear, well, that's what God has done to some of you. Finally, the clothes are finally torn. The support system has snapped. The benevolent people are nowhere to be found. The job you are depending on is taken away. The opportunities are drying up because God says, I need you to be provoked to another level because as long as you're comfortable with the 100,000 naira, you will never access the 1 million opportunity. So I will cause you to feel naked for a while, exposed for a season, vulnerable for a month so that you can wear your true clothes in the spirit. In fact, Joseph, your father gave you a coat of many colors. Thank you, Jesus. A coat of many colors. And you are so prideful of the clothes of many colors. But until your brothers strip you of the clothes of many colors, you will never activate the potential of Potiphar's chief overseer. And until you lose the garments in Potiphar's house, you will never discover the garment of the prime minister of Egypt. When God wants to change your levels, he changes your dressing, he pulls off your jacket, and he will use any means necessary. It was Joseph's brothers that took away the first cloak. So the first level is that people that are familiar with you, the things you are familiar with, God will cheer them up. Betrayal in the house, misunderstanding in the business, your envious boss, your business partner is acting crazy. The next level is seductress is going to come, a temptation is going to come. But either way, if you're going to be altered or if you're going to function on the next level, you have to be altered. Alter us, oh God. Alter us, oh God. How many of you remember how comfortable we were in Sketch City until it was time to do service meeting afterwards and they will come and be sweeping our legs, insulting us. Well, you will never discover the King's Hub if you are not altered from the Sketch City. For some of you, you are too comfortable squatting. That's why you can't think about big money, big ideas, big things. You are too comfortable. But this morning, God is altering you prophetically. If it's not you I'm talking to, keep on standing where you are. If it's you, please, Biko Elman, look for five people and say, God is altering you. He's altering you. He's altering you. He's altering your mind, your mentality, your ideology, your thoughts, your philosophy. That's why they're not picking your calls any longer. Any small thing you call them. Any small thing you, they'll raise you money. Well, they will stop calling you. In fact, God will cause them to relocate so that you will know your help does not come from abroad. Your help comes from above. May God replace, oh my God, may God remove the helpers whose support have expired in your life. Anybody that is still helping you to pay rent when it's now in your destiny to buy land is not really helping you. Not really helping. You must be altered. You must. This is the reason God said to them, the disciples said, tarry, tarry in the upper room. Tarry, tarry first. Wait, because I have some alteration to do. How do I know, Peter? You've seen me, you've prayed with me and all of that. But I can't believe at the end of my ministry, 
Mr. Lucia, come. End my ministry. Where's that? Where's that stick? Drumstick, not the chicken one. At the end of my ministry. Come, come, come. Peter, you denied me. You've seen miracle signs, one is and all, but you denied me. Then when they came to arrest me, Peter, after I've taught you about love, blessed are the meek. You've seen the power of God. You still took a sword to cut off someone's ear. Phew. Jesus said these people, they need alteration. Some of you are still cutting off people's ears. For Jesus' sake. Do you know how you know people who have a lot of head knowledge, but who don't have solid and strong selfless prayer lives? The way they judge other people. Because true prayer will tenderize your heart. So prayer was, I mean, Peter was always boisterous. But at the end of Jesus' ministry, was still cutting off ears. He said, you guys are not ready. I need to cook your elephant flesh and parboil it in the boiling water of prayer. For many of us, it is prolonged prayer that is missing in our lives. Prolonged. The one that when God has dealt with you, you will say, I weak. So that you can rely on his strength. Because you're so full of your ideas, so full of your concepts, so full of your own holiness, so full of your own rights, so full of your own, I know how to do it. But the more you try to do it, the more it's not working. Or this one works and that other one does not work. So it's almost as if you are trading something for something. Wherein the Bible says it's the blessing of the Lord that does what? Makes rich and it does not add any sorrow. Look at somebody say you are due for alteration. Look at somebody say you are due for alteration. Media, please give us Luke chapter 9 very quickly. Go to verse 28. Luke 9, verse 28. Prayer alters us. GB, I celebrate and I celebrate God for your life and this amazing testimony and this pay increase and all. But guess what? It's a higher level for alteration. God has to alter you. So he places you on the altar. Now it came to pass, about eight days after he had spoken to them about the mysteries of the kingdom, that he took Peter. Somebody said, take me, Lord. He took Peter, John, and James, and they went up to the mountain to do what? I mentioned the first service that most times when you see in the Bible, the mountain, or you see prayer, you're going to see a mountain. So the call to prayer is a higher calling. But let me also add this. Even though it's great to be at the top of a mountain, top of a hill. Some of you have climbed some hills before in Nigeria. Maybe you went abroad. By the way, for those of you who have not gone abroad, may the Lord open your heart to begin to embrace those opportunities. Go and get a passport. Go and get a passport. Go and get a what? You know, so there's certain things that we do that are contradictory. Lord, take me to the nations. Lord, use me internationally. But the freest platform to go to the nations, you don't post anything there. It's called social media. God, I'm going to the nations. But you post one post every month. International figure. That's the free one. That's the free one. Use the free one. That's at your fingertips. Go and get a passport. Look at someone and say, get a passport. I, I, I will never travel again you know, because I don't want vaccine. 
Come on. What are you all saying? After you get the passport and the visa, then we'll discuss the vaccine issue. But first of all, get vaccination against local thinking. They went to a mountain to pray. Now, when you stand on top of a mountain, so you travel abroad or go locally, stand on top of a mountain, does it feel good or not? It feels exciting, right? But is it easy to climb up the mountain? It's tough. So many of us have come to Mount Zion, but that's the problem. You are in Mount Zion, but in Mount Zion, God wants you to mount up with wings. As of eagles, because there are levels of the mountain of Zion. So the fact that you're in Mount Zion does not mean you've ascended the holy hill. How do you mount up with wings? Waiting on the Lord. So the realms of promotion in Zion are calibrated by the culture of prayer. By the culture of waiting. This is the reason if you stand at the top of the mountain, bottom of the mountain, you can see something but it's limited. The higher you go on the mountain, the farther you can see. And the smaller the things that seemed like big issues were, the smaller they become to you now. Because you've gone up to the mountain. Somebody say, let's go to the mountain. So I went to the mountain to play, not for, sorry, to pray, not to play, not for sightseeing. But they had a great revelation at the top of the mountain, verse 29. Look at this. Verse 29, the word says, As he, capital H, that's Jesus, as he prayed, what happened? The appearance of his face was, somebody shout pop. What's this pop we're talking about? Prayer alters people. If Jesus, the perfect son of God, Jesus, the exact image of the invisible God, Jesus, the completely righteous God, needed the appearance of his face to be altered. How about you, ma? Sir, how about you? How about you? That any small thing, you eat groundnuts or whatever, boom. Things pop on your face, right? Nigerian weather has reconfigured your image and your likeness. The sun has burned your face. Look at somebody say you need alteration. I'm not talking about those kind of IG alterations. They put their faces in chemical. And this place is yellow, this place is green, and the rest is red. Coat of many colors. As he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered. So we call it the mountain of transfiguration, but it's not the mountain that transfigures you. It's prayer on it. Oh my. We say it's the mount of transfiguration, but really, it was not a mount of transfiguration until somebody prayed on it. The figures in your life don't automatically change by a change of location. They change by the change of interaction with the Spirit of God. So the fact that it was a mountain did not guarantee change. The fact that he was Jesus did not guarantee change. The word says, as he prayed. Look at somebody say, no prayer, no change. 
They must say, what? How about unbelievers that don't pray? They are unbelievers. A different set of principles govern them. For the believer, God does not only expect you to pray. The way you are changed is by prayer. He said, as he prayed, as he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered. So he was the right person. But the appearance that was being displayed was not showing for his full glory. So for some of us, the problem is not who you are, but how people are seeing you. People's perception of you. So they look at you when you're making a presentation. So this guy, you'll be happy with 100,000 error. And do you know why they are right? Because you prayed to God and said, God, please, even if it's just 100,000 error, you have learned to negotiate for the crumbs when God wants to give you a whole factory. Look at someone and say, God is changing me. Some of you didn't say like you really believe it. You said it like I said. Like you said it because I said you should say it. Say it like you mean it. God is altering my life. For God to alter your life, you have to alter your schedule. His face was altered. His robe became white and glistening. His appearance was changed. The first time God spoke concerning Jesus in Matthew, I believe, chapter 3, he said, as he came out of the water, the Spirit of God sent like a dove, and the voice of God said, this is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. In this account, he didn't just say, in whom I'm well pleased. He said, in whom I'm well pleased. Then he said, listen to him. So the first level was God commended him. But the second level after this moment of prayer was that God recommended him. So by being baptized and being immersed he enjoyed divine commendation but by praying into alteration he moved from commendation to recommendation prayer will move you from being just empowered to being endorsed and if you know anything about acceleration in life it's not just the empowered people that get ahead it is the endorsed people i want to proclaim concerning somebody as you pray in the secret place god will endorse you in the public place as you pray in the inner room god will endorse you in the public rooms people that you don't know people that you have not met people that you have not seen they will become drawn into your space they will begin to pay attention because you are going to be altered my god in every way you have become comfortable with your current form your current state your current presentation we displace it in the name of jesus raise your right hand and shout oh lord alter me raise your right and shout my father alter my appearance 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 for some people your current appearance is desperation your current appearance is frustration your current appearance is less than is insecurity but if you can pray in the next 60 seconds pray a prayer of alteration as he prayed ah the appearance of his face was altered as he prayed as he prayed as he prayed damn he pray Busaya, open your mouth and pray as he prayed as he prayed Shopa take a level super gapalia Brugapolia the back a celebrate gatalas 
As he prayed, are you praying? It doesn't fit any longer. That car does not fit any longer. That level of confidence does not fit any longer. You cannot call yourself a king, but any small rejection, you're feeling less than, you're feeling insecure, you're feeling envious, you're feeling combative and competitive. That is incompatible. Certain things are no longer compatible with your state and your status. That's why you must begin to push in the place of prayer. as he prayed somebody shout pop you may be seated for a few moments how does this alteration happen Paul gives us an inkling he says that those who have not placed their faith in Jesus Christ that even when the word the law is read there is a veil upon their hearts. They cannot access divine revelation because there is a veil. There is a cloak that covers their heart. And your heart is the face of your spirit. Your heart is the face of your spirit. This is the reason double-mindedness is duality. You cannot receive. God needs concentration and focus. In our text, the Bible says that this man was expecting to receive something that he gave Peter his attention. So attention is a vital factor in the spirit. This is the reason distracted prayer is hardly ever effective. He says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous is what makes tremendous power available. For it to be effectual and fervent, there must be intensity, there must be concentration, there must be devotion, there must be attention given to it. So how is countenance altered? Paul now contrasts us. He says, beholden as in a glass, the glory of God we ourselves are being changed so the alteration happens through our concentration on his revelation the alteration is not some kind of magical thing that comes it is as you concentrate on the revelation that comes through prayer now the primary reward of prayer is revelation the primary primary reward of prayer primary reward is a revelation and the primary result of prayer is transformation. So in Jeremiah 33 verse 3, he says, Call unto me and I will answer you. And the next thing he says, I'm going to show you. So prayer exposes things. Prayer unveils things. Which means a man of prayer is a man of revelation. Somebody posted something online, one of my white people series, and said, my goodness, how come you just churn out all these things without running dry? And somebody else said something, which is one of the secrets. The person got it, the person replied a comment, and said, he's a man of prayer. When you're talking to God, how will you run dry? And many of us don't know that your greatest brainstorming has nothing to do with your brain. Your greatest brainstorming has everything to do with God's mind. Oh my, yeah, 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 yeah. That one idea.
can resolve a complexity that has lasted for seven years. I pray for somebody that as we pray and fast from Wednesday to Friday this week. Some of you can start earlier or end later. As we pray and fast as a corporate house from Wednesday to Friday, keeping at least four watches. We want to do 12 watches of prayer that God is going to download ideas. Ideas in your spirit, man. And that you will see things that will be the answer to the questions in your heart. Only two people said it, believe in amen. See this now. Many of us think that when we call to God, He will answer us and He will show us. Prayer is not just about what I can get. Prayer is about who I become when I pray. So the benefits of prayer don't just come after prayer. The benefits of prayer are released during prayer. Because before I beget, I become. Before I receive, I'm altered. In fact, I have to be altered to be able to receive what the prayer will produce. Oh, come on, somebody. Are you getting this now? This is the reason effective prayer cannot always be accidental, spontaneous, haphazard. Let's see how it goes. If there is time. You don't operate with prayer like if there is time I will pray. It is I will pray and if there is time for other things I will do them. Some of y'all didn't get that. Not somebody beside you. Say prayer is central to your transformation. GB I don't see you talking to anybody. I said not somebody beside you. And say prayer is central to your transformation. So in prayer there is transformation and for ladies who are trying to get married prayer will give you the x-ray of your intended otherwise your pain might be extended somebody shout prayers expose players Everybody shout out prayers. Expose players. If you don't pray, you end up with someone who's just there to play. Play with your body. Score goals. Hopefully not a heart trick. So that you won't say, Lord, have mercy. And before you know it, ba lumatele. So y'all not getting that this morning. Look at somebody say pray and expose them. It is risky for you to get into a business venture without praying. It is risky for you to say yes to the offer letter without praying. It is risky for you to say yes to him just because it's cute and it's got pink lips. And he reminds you of Morris Chestnut because it's got a chest that drives you nuts. It's risky. It's not about how well you can kiss with your lips. It's how well you can enforce the will of God with those same lips. 
don't tell me how dynamic your physical tongue is but tell me how dynamic your tongues in the spirit are not just mwah, 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 all the time give me some lebo katakwa liba zovedekeya ropakako pelekuva rekuzeti antabasaka lepruzabati azubata shuprataka if you are not used to praying in tongues they will pray on you with their tongues Hey! Somebody shout, expose them! Expose them! Because prayer builds a force field around you. That when you're walking, walking, when the player is coming, say, not this one, not this one, because she's carrying fire. Rapatopayata, Ropakatakaka, Ropakata, 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 Ropakaka. If you are not playing with God, men cannot play with you. my hands to war and my fingers to battle meanwhile their own fingers want to battle with your underwear that devil is a liar i need somebody whose fingers are held onto the sword of the spirit not fingers trying to navigate deep parts of my body i need somebody whose hands are lifted up in holy hallelujah and somebody who can hear what god is saying concerning my destiny i don't need nobody who's going to take what they want and walk away but the one who's going to say sometimes i have those feelings but i will lift up my eyes to the hills from west come and my help may god release upon this house a fresh dimension of prayer and intercession that moves us away from carnality into spirituality into from moving in just as prophecies and moving into performance in the name of jesus somebody shout alter me lord Um, yeah. God will not entrust much into a man that he cannot trust with his prayer time. Why prayer time is board meeting? How can you speak for us if you don't speak with us? By us, I mean the Godhead. Many, many years ago, God said to me, You never walk up to a stage to go and preach without spending at least twice the time in preparation and, plan and praying before you preach he said because it's illegal and ineffective for you to speak on my behalf if i have not spoken to you he says you are not qualified to speak for me if you have not spoken with me because people don't just hear the rhymes and the revelation it is the weight of the spiritual investment that sits upon their hearts and causes displacement in the spirit this is why you don't have any authentic calling until you have immersed yourself in prayer. All that one of God has called me, I will be this. It starts with prayer. Because the flesh part of you, the ambitious part of you, can only be fried on the altar of consecration. You know Asun? You know Asun was once a goat. Yeah. That's deep. Some of y'all didn't get that. Some of y'all didn't get that. Some of y'all don't get that was a goat a goat is stubborn it has horns it goes and does its own so the asun that makes you happy that you thank god for was once a stubborn goat you've got to fry the asun of your the goat of your flesh till it becomes the asun the sweet smelling savor unto god as long as you are a goat man 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 
you are still roaming as a goat. God wants to cut you, chop you, mortify you. That's mortification. Sit down there, remove your the first thing he removes your hooves, cuts your head. He say so that you will not lean on your own understanding. Then chop you, chop you, chop you. After your best ideas will fall flat. We're good, we're good. Nothing is happening between us. Next thing is the goal is a goal. You say, ah, I've not been crucified. I'm going back to discipleship master life book one so that they will not book me in the maternity world. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm not sure it's me he's talking to, but the way you're looking, here comes your word. Somebody shout, alter me, God. Jesus was altered. As Jesus was altered, Peter, Demol, I see you're enjoying this. <laughs> By the way, let me speak to the men because I've you know, really spoken to the women today. Intense prayer is a divine cure for unnecessary erections. It is difficult for your spirit to be standing in integrity and for that part of your body to remain strong as well. One of them has to bow. Some people are acting as if they don't know what I'm talking about. If you are this old and you don't know what that is, we need to take you in a private class of enlightenment and civilization. And if peradventure there is somebody here, and this might be funny, but I speak prophetically, who does not have the capacity to stand strong in that department because of an accident, a genetic disorder, whatever, I proclaim concerning you that may this word of God be stronger than Viagra in your life. That tomorrow morning you'll wake up standing strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the name of Jesus, somebody say yes, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh my Lord, it's totally scandalized. I, I've never I've been to different churches in my life. I've never seen a pastor like this. Hallelujah. Should I preach on? <laughs> Altar. In fact, there are two more things, but I'm, a, I'm committed to keeping time. Altar. Let me let me land with this. I have two more points. We'll pick it up next week. Is that fine? Altar. God wants to alter us. In Joel chapter 2, when it describes the army of God, he says that their appearance is that the appearance of fierce warriors and horses. How do human beings look like horses? Because if you hang around horses, you will look like them. What do I mean by hanging around horses? He said, my father, my father, the horsemen and the chariots of Israel. Who was it talking to? Elisha was talking to Elijah. He said, if you see me, you receive a double portion. So the mantles of Elijah, which included a retinue of spiritual horse-like arsenals, of angels that are fierce, that move like horses in the spirit, that roam and march and take territory, that raised digital dust in the spirit they were transferred to Elisha and when Elisha was surrounded by the Syrian army 
Gehazi said, Master, we are surrounded. Elisha said, God, open his eyes that he may see that they that are for us are more than those who are against us. I would have thought all he would see would be angels. The Bible says God opened the eyes of Gehazi and Gehazi saw all the mountains filled with horses and chariots. Where are they from? They came from the mantles of Elijah because prophets die but mantles don't. Because prophets die but horses and chariots of fire. Which horse are you hanging around? Which horse? Because if you hang around with horses, you won't settle for dogs. The Bible says outside are the dogs. When you pray, the angels, angels are attracted to prayer. Angels are, this is the reason when you see a church or a ministry, not just the man of God, when a ministry begins to pray, and that ministry is able to maintain that prayer fire for a month, for two months, for three months, to six months. Crazy things start happening. Just wild things start happening. Crazy things start happening. Are you hearing what I'm saying right now? Back in the 1940s, a prophet was raised by the name prophet Ayobabalola. He prayed himself into dimensional encounters with God. That one day he saw the appearance of Jesus giving him yam to eat. That there were stories of angels presenting material stuff to him bottled water for him to drink and people say eh, maybe that's a lie who told you that's a lie this is the truth the fact that something is in the room does not mean you can see it it means that your appearance or your perception mechanism need to be altered to be able to pick it up are you understanding what I am saying are you understanding what I am saying is deep if angels could wake Elijah up and I said that mantles don't die could it be possible there's some of Moses' mantles, Elijah's mantles, Peter's mantles, Paul's mantles are somewhere around. Oh, my Yakabata. Some of you see what's happening with streams of joy, but they've been praying personally. When I used to go back there seven, eight years ago to preach, they were just about this number before they became a fellowship about eight years ago. But they had done a fellowship about four years. They became a church about eight years ago. They had fellowship about four to five years. You know, about this number. But they were praying as intensely as the prayer on online now in those small rooms in other words when you pray into a frequency pray into a zone the bible says god is not a respecter of anybody it's not because they are evil or house or because they are jewish or hebrews he said god is rich towards all god is rich towards all you have the check will you cash it you have the atm card will you make the withdrawal you have the money will you spend it let's raise our hands to god as we wind out to a close and cry out as a house altar us altar us altar us altar us makata yakata ropokoto pokoto repata katakata ropako livrosopolieto altar us mashibrokopolia ropotopotopoyo Lift up your voice in prayer. Let's 
Zorobosha, a Capranagada Baladosa de Degadia, a Mandala Bosco Tolo Pradagadega, a Talabradamaragada Baladabasande, O Soprondolo Godea, Remanagada Baladagadea, a Sotolo Brono Godoshada. We enlarge our capacity. We pray more than ever before. In the name of Jesus, a Catalabradamaragadoa, Rebogodobo Sante, Resatana Belagadia, Remanamanamano Borogodoski, a Shadabalagadea Bando Robosca, Repatacata, Enda Macatolo Bone, O Soto Prodobodo Godobone, Rabalagadabala, E Caramanagadoshada, E Santantan Brandandone, O Bradagadagadiga Baladada, Rocotolo Bosan, E Mandele Monsandi, Recotolo Bratalea, E Cabayadaba, O Condolo Bosanda, Remacata, E Capayacata, E Patalabayata, E Porodomonogodoa, E Calabayadaba, Retalabodea, E Cadabayadea, Remosondoloboa, E Reketele Bocoto, Remananamane, E Sadagadaba, Rebosadagaba, Recosadagadiga, E Lemanagadaga, O Sadagade, we are building stature in the spirit, building stature in the spirit, E Pocotopogodoa, Reketele Bedagadia, Menosa Degade, we are not lacking fortitude in the name of Jesus. We are altered even as we pray in the name of Jesus. We walk in divine alignment in the name of Jesus. If there is a man to pray, there is a God to answer. We see the spread of the supernatural in the name of Jesus. Rapata, rakata, rakopala, 
Rakayata, a Rapatakata, a Rakatala, a Rokapoya, a Zubrakilahata, a Kozakata, a Shapayakata, a Rahoya, a Kakala, a Rapakata, a Rakosariata, a Kahata, a Kapaha, a Rapataha, a Rapataka, a Lika, a Yakaha, Rakataha, a Rapata, a Rapakata, a Kaihataya. Drive it in one more minute before we raise a shout of victory. One more minute. You are due for alteration. Jeremy, Ahmed, Devaduru, Lolu, you are due for alteration. Modupe, you are due for alteration. Yekatakata, Iyanu, you are not just a sound man, you are due for alteration. Nonso, you are due for alteration. Ratatakaya, alter, alter me, oh God. Demitaya, you are due for alteration. Ratatayaka, this thinks you are not just a drama. You are due for alteration. All to us as kings. We are not just a bunch of happy and excited teenagers and 20 something. We are kings. We war. We roar. We saw. Yeah. Yes. Ropapaparatahatalatahata. Orakatagatala, Rapatakayakata, Oleporakataya, Asubregadilavata. We are tired of the same appearance, tired of the same look, tired of the same rhythm, tired of the same sequence, tired of the same numbers. Transfiguration, it means figures must change. Figures, figures must change. The blood sugar that is too high must come down. The sperm count that is too low must go up. The head count that is too low must go up. The concentration level that is too low must go up. It's called transfiguration. Figures must change. Your money too must change. Have you noticed? One of my friends said to me, one of my friends said to me, he said this thing that is happening in our ministry, this explosion, this was what he said to me. He said the amount of money that has come in has made me afraid I've never seen that amount of money in my life. And he gave me some ideas. Look through the whole Bible. The glory of God makes money useless. People give up their money when they see glory look through the whole bible when glory comes money loses its value when when christ is revealed in its purity people stop money just starts coming the glory of god was so strong on the kingdom of solomon and solomon is a type of the millennial reign some of you don't know that there's a picture of who we are david i've taught you guys before david is a picture of jesus so he had to fight all the wars and all he led captivity captives, given us the spoils of war. The church in this age, in the grace age, and the millennial age, is in the Solomonic dimension. 
which means gold will be as dust for we must be prepared and accustomed to what we are going to walk on so you all to know that we're going to walk on streets of gold so that some of you don't faint in heaven you need to have you need to be comfortable with gold y'all see what i'm saying so even the small mindedness where you think 10 million is a lot of money so you say it's not but in your mind you can't conceive it it's a lot for you prayer will break it check it when it was time to build the tabernacle wealth solomon's temple wealth david gave an equivalent of over 200 million dollars some people even argue there were several billions of dollars the early church people when the revival broke out people were given their monies in one minute we're going to say father we'll focus on the glory and stop being distracted about the presence or absence of gold when the glory is concentrated gold will locate us let's pray in just one minute this week we're consecrating ourselves as a house three days of fasting 12 watches and then from february every wednesday we're going to be praying physically can you drive it 30 seconds raise your voice 30 seconds the gold of God the gold will not distract us the gold will not distract us it is the glory that we're going to concentrate on in the name of jesus raise your hands everybody as i prophesy shout a resounding amen father we thank you for the mantles that have fallen upon this house thank you for the release of the mantles of prayer i pray concerning everyone here that every tendency towards prayerlessness is broken in the name of jesus receive fresh prayer power fresh prayer grace fresh prayer oil fresh prayer anointed in the name of jesus you will no longer run on your own energy the grace of the lord himself powers you on you will wake up and pray you will walk around and pray even your tongues will be upgraded mysteries are unveiled for you bad habits are broken over your life delay is snapped loose angels multiples of angels multitudes of angels chariots chariots of fire chariots of the angelic they surround you in the name of jesus the glory of god decorates your life the power of god decorates your life in the name of jesus as we pray and fast this week we have tangible miracles growths disappear cancers disappear covid disappears monies that we have been owed will be paid back debts are supernaturally cancelled gates are open doors are open places of blindness are healed
healed. Organ dysfunction is turned around. Every deficiency is made up for. Instant healing, complete healing, total healing of the mind, of the body, of the soul, of the brain, of the heart, of the tongue, of the lungs, of the taste boards, of the visual olfactory region, of relationships between son and father, mother and children, in the name of Jesus. And through this a revival breaks loose around Anthony, around Maryland, around Ikeja, around Lagos. We're ready, oh God. Somebody give God praise. Give God a shout. Give God a clap. Raise your voice and shout yeah. Hallelujah. Lord, like somebody say, we are praying, we are praying. And you may be seated. Woo! If you were blessed by that word, by that ministration, can you put your hands together and celebrate God? Hallelujah. is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org. And send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.